0: Welcome to the Behavior Speak podcast. Now here's your host Ben Ryman.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Behavior Speak podcast. As always, I'm your host Ben Ryman. Uh, on the podcast today, we're uh, we're speaking to uh, a couple of cool folks. We've got uh, uh, Joy Obioje and Josephine Akure. Welcome to the podcast, folks.
0: Thank you, Ben. Thanks for having us.
1: Here. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on. Uh, so uh, uh, we'll we'll get into uh, where these folks are from and learn all about them in a second. Here, I just want to start by acknowledging that I'm producing this podcast on the lands of the Tlaman, Comox, Homoko, and Clayhous First Nations, uh, who were one nation before we we colonizer settlers came in and separated them into reserves um, and uh yeah, just uh, grateful to be here and uh and looking forward to this conversation so um this conversation is focused on kind of uh, uh, supporting folks um over in over over in Africa I've had a couple guests on from Africa. what do I have on? I had uh, uh um Malishwane from Botswana. I had um, um 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 Adair over in Senegal and and uh and Radwa over over in Egypt. Uh and, oh and then I just actually I just had um uh Buki Akinwale on from uh Um, I think she's also from Nigeria and, uh, although she lives in the States now, um, and, uh, a question for you. So Buki was telling me that, uh, that we, uh, we Westerners have been pronouncing, um, the name of that black and white striped animal that looks like a horse all wrong all our lives. uh, I'm I'm wondering I'm wondering if if you can uh, you know uh, uh, correct us here. So I've been calling this thing a zebra forever, and apparently it's called a zebra. Is that right?
0: Yeah, that's right. Like growing up, we know it's a zebra. We call it zebra.
1: You call it zebra? Yeah. Oh gosh. Like like that's yeah like...
0: yeah. Gr- growing up, I I know it's zebra, but. Now um, we're
1: going with the trend right like, uh, and yeah. it's zebra. <laughs> okay, zebra. Okay, very good. Well see, you know, it, it's good to know these things because I mean we we do over here tend to butcher language and change things to make it sound, you know, the way we want them to sound instead of what they're supposed to sound. And and uh, you know, I feel like we've kind mm. of we've kind we it, it's pretty bad when we when 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 you know, colonization changes the names of animals. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) that's true. Like that, that, it almost seems a bit vain in that regard. So, um, so zebra, I love it. Good. All right. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) uh, For everyone out there, it's a zebra. (laughs) And if you've got one in a zoo, well, it was probably stolen from Africa anyway. Right. So maybe (laughs) give it back. Um. I won't get into my, uh, opinions on zoos for this episode. Uh, we'll save that for another time. Uh, anyway, back to the topic. So we've got, uh, Joyce, Josephine and Joy, um, before we kind of get into kind of all the great work you're doing, I'm I'm wondering if maybe starting with Josephine, um, you could tell me kind of, well, where you're from, where you live. And, uh, and kind of how you got into the field of behavior analysis, why you got into the field of behavior analysis, and kind of how how that led to where you are today.
2: Okay. So, um,
0: my name is Josephine. Agree. So I'm from Nigeria,
2: mm.
0: but I'm currently based in Ghana. That's Accra, Ghana. Uh, uh, my journey into a... Uh, the ABA field started uh, after my undergraduate uh, uh, degree. When I had my my first degree in psychology, mm. so uh, during my uh, undergraduate time, I was I, I I fell in love with the uh, the field psychology, mm. and I decided then that I want to practice uh, in the in this field. So um, as uh, God will have it, during my national youth service in Nigeria, when you are done with your uh, undergraduate uh, service, like your first degree, you go for a national service, a one-year, uh, like a primary assignment to your co- and to your country. Mm. So uh, I I was sent to to a psychiatric hospital and um uh, while i was there I, I i i was i had the opportunity to work with key i mean uh individuals who have a mental uh uh problem and were there in the in the facility and i saw their condition i was really uh, not uh like i said oh because initially i said i want to do my masters in clinical psychology and i want to work in a psychiatric hospital yes. so but seeing the condition and the situation uh, i said no this is not what i want to do no i can like imagine myself in that uh, in that uh facility working with this uh, this kid so i after my my service, I went back and I started uh, uh, looking for a job. So I met a friend who, uh, like if it was in a group, like a Christian group, we're yeah. having a Bible study. So during the introduction, she introduced herself. She said she uh, she she's a psychologist and she works with kids with uh, autism. I said, hmm, this is interesting. So after the meeting, I met her. I said, oh, I'm interested in what you are doing. So she said, oh, actually, we're having a conference soon, and if you want, you can come and see uh, what we do. So uh, I I attended the conference. I met uh, a few people who are on the spectrum. So I pleaded with her, I said, please, if there is an opening, I would really love to work with uh, this uh, population. So... And eventually there was an opportunity. So she called me and said, oh, there is an opportunity. So mm-hmm. my first uh, assignment, like uh, having uh, like physical contact with an autistic person was uh, was this sweet uh, three year old uh, girl. Mm-hmm. I started uh, working with her, shadowing her in school. Well, the, the thing then was I wasn't trained. There was no uh, initial training. And it was just my psychology uh, background. So I was just sent, go and work with this child. I had no idea of what uh, I'm going through. But um, I was really happy when I started working with the child, like a few months after working with this child, I was I was like, God, this is really what I want to do. But I wasn't trained. So, but then within six months, I was able to, to train this child, uh, and she she started eating other food, trying other food as well. Mm. So to cut uh, uh the long story short, um one year into working with this child, I got another opportunity. Uh I received a call from uh, from Abuja. Uh this same friend recommended me to this uh school as well. So uh I was given an opportunity to, uh, and uh, Principal of the school said, oh, we are going to employ you and we're going to train you in ABA. I said, oh, mm-hmm. this is interesting. So uh, then there's this family that was moving from uh, United States to Nigeria and the, the, the kids have been having ABA service. They wanted the kids to continue with the ABA services. So we, uh, uh, I was employed and uh, trained. I was sent to Ghana. Then Whitney had uh, established uh, a center with Autism Compassion Africa mm. here in, I mean, in Cape Coast. So we were, uh, Joy and I actually were sent to Cape Coast to receive ABA training. So we had the intensive training on, on the RBT training. And uh, after that, uh, we went back. We started working with these kids. Um and within a few months, there was like a drastic change. The, the, the improvement was very massive. Mm-hmm. Uh, the parents, the family were very happy and they decided to stay. And that was how uh, we continued. I was really impressed too by the changes we were able to make in this kid. The kids were learning. The, it was in an inclusive school. So we're shadowing these kids in the, in the classroom. So uh, along the line, uh, I decided, okay, I want to go for that. I don't just want to be an RBT. I want to be a behavior analyst. So, and uh, God we have it again. Uh, Whitney and um, the board of uh, directors of ACA saw our commitment and uh, decided to give us a scholarship to do our cost sequence at the Florida Institute of Technology, um, Mm -hmm. the bachelor's level. So while we were doing this uh, cost sequence, uh, the BCABA cost sequence at uh, Florida Institute of Technology,
2: Mm
0: -hmm. uh, the BCBA, the board announced that in in 2021, the certification would no longer be given to individuals Outside uh, uh, the US, UK, Australia, and Canada, mm-hmm. so uh, I decided. Joy and I decided. Okay, why not just go on and do the course sequence for BCBA, and also enroll for our master's degree, so that by the time the deadline uh, uh, comes up, we we must have finished our course sequence and also done with our. A master's degree. So mm. yeah, so we were able to meet up with that target. Yeah. We but unfortunately, uh our dream of becoming uh or my dream of becoming a PCBA didn't come true because of some um, uh issues with the school they we were unable to process my transcript on uh, time to send to the board before December twenty twenty, so mm-hmm. that was how I missed out on becoming a BCB. However, mm-hmm. I am now um, an international certified behavior analyst. Mm-hmm. I have the certification in uh, the IDAO, so I'm using that currently to work with kids, and I'm loving every bit of uh, every bit of it. So
2: that's
3: me. Oh, that's great, great.
1: Um so that's really cool that uh that uh, uh Whitney was able to uh kind of help you folks get get yeah. the certification. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They,
0: they 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 really did great because they gave us the scholarship and they also gave us the supervision. So we're not paying for all of this. Mm. You know? We had the scholarship, we had the supervision and, and the support. So oh, it was it. really great. It was an, uh, an amazing uh, learning uh,
1: journey for us, for me. Oh, yeah, That's amazing. All right, Joy, let, let, let's hear your story. Are you a solopreneur running your business alone and need help getting more exposure to your target audience while growing your brand? At Beale Marketing Group, we specialize in delivering comprehensive marketing solutions tailored to your unique needs. Our team of seasoned experts excels in crafting creative strategies that captivate your target audience, build brand authority, generate high-quality leads, and streamline your business processes. Whether you're seeking a brand makeover, effective lead generation, or a plug-and-play solution that takes care of everything for you, we have you covered. Services can include strategy sessions, video editing, social media management, brand board development, and even a virtual assistant. When you choose Beale Marketing Group, you're partnering with a team of passionate professionals who treat your business as our own. We go above and beyond to understand your goals, target audience, and unique challenges to craft tailor-made strategies that produce remarkable results. Schedule your free discovery call today at bmgfreeconsult.com. That's bmgfreeconsult.com. If you're planning on collecting continuing education credits for this episode, you'll need to enter the three secret words at www.cbiconsultants.com forward slash shop. The first secret word is Nigeria.
2: Okay,
4: (laughs) right. So, um... Where do I start from? So uh, at some point I started my, my journey alone and then later I joined in with Josephine, you know? So yeah. let me start from where I started alone before yeah. I met Josephine. <laughs> okay, so I, I have a background in mass communication in mm. an university in Nigeria. So of course, I, I never heard about autism, ADHD and other developmental um, disabilities. I've never heard of them. Mm all through my life, all through my school days, you know, mm-hmm. I've never been in, the, in, in any education setting. I just, I've just not been in the education department in my school. I would have never gone there. So I never knew about it. So at some point in my life, I just knew, until I finished school, finished my university, my first degree, I just knew that I wasn't going to work with what I studied. I just did that for, I just knew there was something else I was supposed to do, but I couldn't place my fingers on it. Mm-hmm. Then, I started off with <laughs> I started with the banks, and I thought I got a job with a bank. I, I still didn't feel fulfilled,
2: mm. and
4: then someone told me, "Oh, Joy, you could you could do well in education. You can we could work well in school?" I was like, "Oh, really?" So and then he just pointed my eyes to, "Oh, you're a lady, you know, working in the school will make you go closer to kids." I just the, the, the man just really talked to me into it. So I I said, "Okay." So he, he introduced me to a school where his wife was working. And then I went in for an interview just to be like uh, a support teacher in the class. Of course, I never knew about autism. So when I went for the interview, the the, the owner of the school, the principal, uh, as it were, she she said, "Oh, I I think you sh- you could do more than being in the classroom.
2: Mm. You could
4: work with ki- you could work with kids with autism." So I was I, I could I, I didn't I didn't hide my my uh, ignorance because I didn't <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what autism was. So she said, she said, I I I'm seeing you. I feel like you could do more with um you would do more when you when you work with kids with autism, ADHD. And I was like, excuse me, Ma, what does that mean? And Mm. then she said, Oh, really? And then (laughs) she said, Oh, I like, because she's white. She said, I like your, I like, I like the way you said you don't know about it. I'm gonna train you.
2: Mm.
4: So I said, okay. And then that was how I started the job, and she trained me actually. She sent me out for out outside the country for training I, I i had different different opportunities for training here in abuja mm. and then i started doing well for, for 5 years i was in the field of a special educational needs and the funny, the funny thing is that i still felt like i was not doing the right thing i knew um for instance i we i will be, I'll, I'll be uh, um always assigned to a kid or two you know, and then mm. I'm meant to go work with them. Yes, I've been trained in the past. I, mean, I had a special education needs coordinator who is coordinating the work, but I felt like there is no proper way of charting the progress of the kids. There are no, there are no. Um, we don't, we don't we don't usually do like an intake assessment.
2: Mm. Where
4: once they come to the school, there are no intake assessments. There are no. Um, there there are, there are progress reports, but there are no. Um, a continuous assessment, you know, and mm. there are no ways of charting their progress. So I felt like there is more to what I'm supposed to be doing. So I kept, mm. I, I, I kept going back to my Senko at the time and I kept saying, I did not know other things we can get online to get to, to know where these kids are, you know, to chart their progress. And he kept saying, Joe, you're doing great work. Like the parents are happy, are happy with their kids. They are, they are progressing. What else do you want? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, so I kept, I, I was not satisfied because I yes I was seeing changes I was doing things but I was feeling so some, somehow like am I actually uh, implementing implementing those uh, how do I say right now interventions the right way am I mm. doing it the right way am I wow. being, this is the right way so I kept you know every time in a meeting or we have the special education needs teachers meeting I come up with what can we do more I feel like we need to do more and it keeps saying joy why do you always say this? You're doing well. <laughs> you know, we know you you're doing so well, so well. And then I I at some point towards the end of uh, 2017, I started reaching out to people that I knew that okay, I I heard about ABA. I feel like and I read about ABA, applied behavior mm. analysis, but I can't really place what it is about. But I mm. I, I, need, I need training on it. So someone eventually linked me up to somebody in Lagos. So I spoke with her. She told me she was going to, They were going to be training in uh, March of 2020, 2018. Hmm. So I was waiting to. I was. I was. Of course, I was saving up for that training, you know. So I, and then towards the end of the year, I didn't know a friend of mine who knew the way. I was very enthusiastic. I wanted to work somewhere else. I felt like I. I've been caged. I needed somewhere more challenging. He yeah, had gone ahead to submit my CV where I met Josephine, in the school where I met Josephine. So, mm. and so they called me in December 2017 for an interview. So I I didn't, know, I didn't know who submitted my CV. She just called me for an interview. So I went in there. While we were talking, Whitney was in the panel of interviews. So Whitney was there.
2: And mm. then she
4: said, and then she said um, you know, I like, yeah, I, the, the woman there, the principal said, oh, I, I think I like the way you talk. So um, if, if, we, if we end up employing you, if we're able to employ you, we're going to send you to Ghana for a training, for ABA training. At that point, I knew, yes, this is a, This is mm. what I've been looking for, you know? Mm. And, um, and that was in December. So by January, by the end of January, I met with Josephine. We resumed work on the same day. And then mm. we traveled to Ghana for the 2 weeks intensive RBT training, which was really marvelous. It was mm. amazing. So it was like a totally different thing compared to what I've been doing for the past five years. So
2: mm. I started my
4: career in 2012. Yes, but I've not like ABA is totally it it it's totally different from mm. what I've been doing, for what wow. I've been doing. So so and I you know the part where you 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 record data. So we were are meant to at some point during the training, we we're meant to go to the because it was, it was a center, it was a um autistic compassion center in Cape Coast. So we we're meant to had we had opportunity of doing um uh, how do I say it now um uh, right, one on one with mm the kids in the center so we had the opportunity of being there so i saw how the the bts in the center were taking data how they were relating with the kids the the kids at the time how they were very close with the kids how the the yeah the the whole the whole environment was just appealing to me so i just knew oh this is it so i kept kept saying to myself now i've gotten to my career (laughs) yeah i've now i've gotten my career on track this is what i want to do. You know, I, this is what I, I've been thinking. This is what I've hmm. I, this this is what I've been like my my this is what I've been I've been trying to get um to yeah, this is what my mind has been like I don't know how to put yeah, it right yeah. now. this, I yeah,
2: this it. is
4: what yeah so this is what I've been looking for but I, I couldn't place a finger on it all these years hmm. and then and that was how my my career started and then yeah we started with the kids just like Justin said with kids the, the kids from the US that relocated with their parents and how the the progress came, the parents were very happy. Aside from the parents being happy, I myself I was really excited with the progress we and we were recording, because initially we had we saw the report that came in with the kids from the US. We had the they had the initial assessment report also that Whitney wrote, so we were able to track, we were able to chart their progress, and there are data that we enter every day to see how they are growing. And how they are doing, how well they are doing in holistically right now. So um, as a then, so that was that was just um, amazing to me. I really loved, I really loved how everything was going. And then, just like Josephine said, we we kept I kept saying, oh, you know, there is more. There is more. Of course, there is more. So we uh-huh. knew we know we know that uh, Whitney is a BCBA. Of course, we wanted to be BCBA. So at some point, when Whitney saw the way we were, so you know, we're so into the job, we're, we're very dedicated, we were never sick, we were never yeah. tired, you yeah. know, we're always at work, you know, during holidays, we're always there with the kids, in the, in the kids' home and everything. So, she, so she, she proposed to us and said, how, how do you guys feel if we, if we, if we um, um, give you a scholarship to go study and uh, to become a BCABA? Wow. That mm. was amazing. I can't forget that was in 2019. Mm. It was like the best news ever. So we took we took it off, and then we went we went in that in that um, in that route, and that mm. was how. So at at some point, like Josephine said, we kept we you know we kept aspiring for more. Okay, I don't want to be a BCBA. I want to be a BCBA. I don't mm. want to be a BCABA. I want mm. to be a BCBA. That was how we went ahead to do our masters. Yeah, this 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 whole thing cost a lot of money. Yeah, it's it's all it. Yeah, it's really um, had effect on our financial life, But at the end of the day, it's paid, right? Mm. And yeah, at the end of the day, we. I, I I was able to get my transcript out from my school, from my, from the University of um, South Wales. I was able to get it out last year, and I got um, I got um authorization by the BACB to go sit for my exams. You know, and I was planning to sit for my exams. I was studying. You know, attending Baba study sessions,
2: mm.
4: and also when it, when it got to the time where I was supposed to apply for, I was yeah, I was I, I started applying for my visa to the UAE in October, towards the end of September, and I was I was told that UAE uh, banned Nigerians from coming into Dubai, so mm-hmm. I thought yeah, so I thought oh it was going to be like something of two days or one week or two weeks, and that was how it lasted the whole of last year, so I couldn't. Aside from UAE is the only country that I don't need to get a letter or an invitation letter from anybody to get into the country to go sit for my exam or do anything. Aside mm. from that, every other country required an invitation letter. And they required an authorization letter from BACB or from the PSC view. So at some point, I, I also tried to use the UK, India, but I couldn't get in because they were, they were requesting for a letter from um, BACB um and piercing view and piercing view and psd refused to drop they said they don't do they don't have that kind of um um uh, what do i say uh, they don't have that kind of package or that kind of uh, opportunity so i could just find my way to any country and sit for my exams well that's the sad part of the sad part of my story is that i couldn't sit for my exams last year mm. and i couldn't become a bcba but it's not late it's not late so just like josephine said it's not, it's not something that I, sh- yeah, it's weighed me down, but it's not something that I, it's not, it's not over. It, I will still, I will try again when I'm in those countries that, <laughs> when I'm in the North America, maybe sometime in the future, but mm. all in all, ABA has been like, it has been awesome journey. It has been an awesome journey um, since I started in 2018 up to now. I've not had any regrets because I've seen everything work. As you, everything has worked, just like it. it's just very clear. Parents are seeing it. Everybody in the environment is seeing. It. I, so I myself, I'm seeing the progress in the kids. So it's just a very um, interesting journey all along.
3: Wow!
1: Best stories ever. <laughs> 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 right. It's about time we had some some different uh, origin stories. And and wow, well, now we still get, we've had a few, but but these are. These are just something else off the chart, kind of the the stuff you folks have had to kind of, you know, deal with and go through to kind of get where you are. You know, I, I Joy, I really like the uh, the uh, that you were kind of in special ed doing that kind of work for a little bit, and and usually usually folks, you know, sort of learn the value and the necessity of sort of data collection. Because they get into ABA, right? You know, they get into ABA and they learn all about data and design and all that kind of stuff and, you know, measurement and whatnot. And then they see that value, they see the power of data and and analysis and so on. But you're, you're sitting in the school going, you know, where is the data, you know, and you're you're not even, you don't even know what ABA is yet. And you're already like, we need data, we need more information and, and really advocating for that stuff. And so, which is super cool um and super cool that you know your 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 boss is like you know you're doing great, stop trying to make it better um <laughs> even though <laughs> even though you knew there there was more possibilities for these for these kids and and you know cool. probably more efficient ways of doing things it's it's just it's just so interesting that you had kind of this intuition that you know there was all, that there was something more kind of a gut feeling to kind of keep trying harder. <laughs>
3: Um, so yeah, so, so I, I I love that. Um, and then, and then sort of this,
1: both of yours kind of, you know, story of sort of trying to get this BCBA credential and, 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 mm-hmm. and just running into all of these barriers and walls, I, I, I'd like to, we're going to dive into sort of ABA and autism in general and kind of perceptions of you know, of of you know, sort of people mm-hmm. that live in those countries of, of those things and all that kind of stuff. But just kind of while we're on it, I, I'm
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'm curious more about like you were talking about sort of some documentation and different sorts of things and basically basically and I just want to unpack it a little more because it sounds like there's just a lot of barriers to kind of you know just getting education and and yeah. um and getting but beyond my, obviously there's financial barriers and that's all one that's one thing um but then but then just even to sort of you know get access to the education and access to the certification can you just tell me a, can either you just kind of or both of you you know uh, uh and feel free to talk to each other here um uh, about um sort of just unpack kind of that a little more for me like what why is it that you had to sort of travel from to different countries or whatever and 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 what were kind of those barriers? Like, what was the what was the need to kind of go to these other countries, and what were the barriers to get into them? Can you just talk about that a little more?
4: Okay, yeah. So so um, as at up to now, okay, yeah. Of, of course, of course, the BACB have, have stopped um, certification for other countries aside from in North America right now. Right. But before then, in Nigeria, you can't, you, I, you, you cannot travel to any other country outside Nigeria without getting an invitation letter from the country you're traveling to. So this is how it is. Mm. In the whole of West Africa, in the whole of Africa as it is, we we can't get where to write and the B the BCB exam. Mm. Yeah. So as aside- because, because
1: the whole- there's no test centers, is that why?
4: Yes, because there are okay. no test centers. Yes. Right. So there are no test centers in the whole of um, West Africa I think mm. Africa as a whole. So that was that's why um the only the ne- the nearest place and easiest place to go to was the UAE, you know. Mm. Yeah. So and the UAE because they are open as at as at the time before the ban, before the closure, they, mm. they, they had they had with they had this um, collaboration with Nigeria whereby Nigerians can go in there visa uh, without any issues with visa. So you could you could just go for tourism, you know, and then go about your own the reason just go about your 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 activities, whenever when, when you get there, so gotcha. that was that was yeah that was the that was the plan for me, you know. every other country aside from the, the UAE would not would not uh, um, accept want uh, Nigeria any Nigerian to go in except you're being invited by someone that lives there. Yes, mm. so that was why I started looking out for UAE. But at the time, I, I, I yeah. So that's 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 the basic barrier.
1: So so yeah so for a couple of questions, so is that just Nigerians or was that like any country in Africa wasn't allowed anywhere else?
0: Well I think it's uh the African countries mm. most uh, African countries they need visa to travel to the west mm. yeah, so even within Af- uh within the within the Africa, there are some countries you still need visa to travel to. So uh, traveling to other countries, there is a great barrier there in terms of visa and even uh uh like access uh uh for instance here in Ghana, you have a you can travel by road actually from Ghana to Nigeria, but the the barriers uh people who go through that phase, it's really uh uh Really, really kind of alarming because it's we are Africans, you know, we are just neighboring countries, and yet mm. you moving from Nigeria to Ghana or Ghana to Nigeria, it's you face a lot of uh uh barriers in terms of your your visa, although you have uh like three months, you have a uh, uh, three months to stay, like nine uh, 90 days uh, period to stay visa free, but mm. aside from that, you need to get uh your visa or resident, I
2: mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, okay. re- it's
4: really, yeah, it's really, ah. it's, it's really, it's really sad. Mm. It's really sad because even when I, I, I attempted the UK, I was denied. I attempted mm-hmm. India, I was denied just because they needed me to bring, they needed a letter from the BACB or piercing view stating that Joy or B-O-J, is <laughs> has been authorized to sit for the exam, and then she'll be sitting in the exam for the exam in this social so, so, center. Mm-hmm. Please allow her going, so that's what they, they were requesting. And of course, I reached out to BACB and the PSU. I'm, I'm sure they don't have that kind of um, arrangement for you know for test takers, so that was that was just the, the sad thing that happened.
1: So, the BU, so you couldn't get this letter from the BACB
4: i i couldn't i couldn't get so I, I i'm just not the only person i had a a colleague in ghana she she got authorized um in twenty twenty one to go mm. test so fortunately for me she had not tested when i when i was ready so I told her okay let's 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 do this together so it's better mm. to be uh, yeah impaired so we started the old journey and then she she lives in ghana she didn't she didn't she didn't get a visa as well so mm. she reached reached out to b a c b and Pearson view they kept, you know, that's the same thing they said. They don't have, um, um, you know, they don't have opportunity. Or how do they even put it? They don't have, um, there's no opportunity for them to send over a letter to the embassy, you know, stating that, you know, we're, we're going to write exams, you know, and all of that. Mm. So, you know, it's it's really sad. It's really, it, it, I, I didn't come out of the shock, out through, out through, the, out through the, the Christmas time and the, even up up to the first two weeks in January, I didn't come up to the show because I was like, "How could I have gone through the stress of studying? You know, mm-hmm. going going for my cost, doing my consequence, paying so much for my masters, and paying so much for the BCBa consequence, doing all the studying, and when it gets when it got to the time where I was supposed to sit for my exams, I couldn't sit for my exams. So it was mm-hmm. really was really uh, tough
2: on me, but well, yeah." <laughs> yeah.
3: No, that is that is sad. Um so Joy, do
1: you also now have the IBA?
4: Yes, I do. Yeah, I so like like I said, I and Josephine had a journey, like a, a journey, like a twinning journey since 2018. So, <laughs> so <laughs> everything, everything yeah. she's achieved, everything she's achieved, I have also achieved because we were, we're, we're probably, we've been partners, we've been colleagues and we became friends, and then hmm. you know. So I we were the first, were the first, um, first two, IBAs yeah,
3: the first IBAs in Nigeria. Wow, that's awesome. And so and so,
1: obviously you're able to get your IBA. Why? What? What was it about the IBA that was? Well, two questions. Well, no, what was it about the IBA that was made it so much easier? Was it easier to obtain? I guess that's the question
2: well
4: its it was easy to, it was easier to obtain for us because we we're, were told that we're the grandfather um grandfather just, yeah grandfather so because we're the first set we didn't get to sit for the exams because mm. um yeah' we'd already we we're, we're we're already done with our b c a b a consequence then
2: yes and
4: yes uh uh-huh. so we do we're just required to to send uh, to send our the consequence to the, you know, to IBA. And gotcha. they went through it. And then our, um the hours, our hours were complete at as at the time for BSCB. Right. So for BCABA. And then we had, yeah, everything was complete. So it just it just took us in.
1: So for folks now, because that that sort of, you know, folks now can't just get the credential you know without writing an exam anymore is is, yeah. it, is is there are there barriers for writing the IBA exam for folks in 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 Nigeria or in Ghana uh
0: so currently
2: currently uh i think about two two
0: or i think three uh, two uh, 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 colleagues of mine like from Autism Compassion Africa and one other lady from a different organization yep. they've en- they've enrolled for the for the IBA uh, certification yeah. and they've started their, co- their course sequence yeah so uh, uh, the course sequence is offered by uh, some lady I've forgotten her name yeah so they are going to do the they are going through the experience uh, route actually mm-hmm. so they are going to do the the courses with the lady and then they get the supervision from the organization and uh yeah i think it will take a year or two so in the end they have the certification so even these two uh for the uh, these are colleagues of mine in autism, uh, i mean in a c a uh a c a is actually sponsoring them mm. so the barrier is like financing these courses because they are actually expensive mm. when you uh looking at the exchange rate now yeah the amount they are paying she the lady actually really subsidized the rate, but mm-hmm. yeah it's still uh Kind of expensive compared to what uh, they are earning because obviously uh, the parents here don't pay much since they are paying from their pocket like this uh, uh, for the ABA services. So mm. uh, yeah, so it's the major barrier is actually funding, whether uh, 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 cost sequence or uh, in, uh, getting a certification or. Even your CEUs, like these CEUs, it's difficult to, if not for the access, for, uh, access to three CEUs, it's really difficult to register for one CEU. Like you have uh, the IBA as a uh, as an IBA, I'm uh, um, expected to uh, acquire like 12 CEUs in a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So if I don't have uh, I think the least CEU you see the ten or twelve dollar. Mm. Yeah. So that's the barrier. Most of the times the the uh the funding
3: of these uh uh CUs and all.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So where where uh, so this lady that's offering the course sequence is is she in the US or?
2: Mm, Let me check
1: her name. Yeah, I think she's. She's, but she's she's not in Africa. No, she's not. Yeah, yeah. And so there is no, there is no course sequences available in Africa.
0: No, no, there is not. So all our course sequences, we do it online. Right. Right. Yeah, it's done online. So sometimes uh, you also have the, Issues with uh, internet and yes,
2: uh, connectivity
0: yes. and all of that. So it's really, uh, it's difficult. A lot of barriers actually. Mm. So sometimes you see some people, okay, they have the scholarship, but they don't have a, a, like a, a device, a system to, to like uh, participate in the online uh, classes and all of that.
1: Wow. So, yeah. And, and then to write the IBA exam, is that something you can do online as well? Yes, yes, the IBA uh, exam.
0: So thankfully,
1: it's done online. Mm.
3: Yeah. So the there's IBA that, exam there's that at
1: least, yeah. Um. am mm-hmm. okay, curious, just one other question about the, uh, a couple, I don't know, probably more than one, but about the barriers. Um. Well, what happened with the u a e what why why is that relationship no longer there
2: well it's it's it's
4: funny right um what has been going on on the internet is that um Nigerians go wants to leave Nigeria because of the economy mm. you know and then when they go to other countries they tend to get engaged in um in crimes in um in, in a lot of dirty things. Mm. So, I, I, so in the UAE, allegedly it's been said that Nigerians have been the one doing so much crimes, like engaging uh. in crimes and all of that. So yeah, so I have I had a friend that, that works I have a friend, no, I had I have a friend that works with the with a travel agency in the UAE. So she was the one that told me that oh sorry she she kept me you know she kept my whole hope high. My hopes high, telling me that no, no problems, they're going to lift the ban mm. but eventually they could not because, because they said the, the problem lingered. So at that mm. point, they started, they started sending Nigerians back from the UAE. You know, when, 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 they, when they get Niger, any Nigerian on the streets and know that does not have a job, they send mm. them back to Nigeria. So oh. they, needed to, they, yeah, they needed to send Nigerians back to Nigeria. So they were, not, they were not accepting Nigerians to come in, except for those that already have visas. You know, mm. But if you're applying like as, as, as you're if you just you're just applying for a visa, being the first time or you're reapplying, it to be denied definitely. So I got wow. I, I got denied. Yes.
2: Yeah. Wow. Um,
0: and just to add to that, I think uh, the ban wasn't just uh, to Nigeria alone. I mm. think during that period, there are a lot of other countries, African countries. I think about sixteen. African countries were banned from entering the UAE. I don't know why, but uh, yeah, yeah it's right. not just, yeah. It wasn't just uh, Nigeria, but Nigeria was top on the list anyway, because of the, uh, the fraudulent, uh, activities, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, most yeah, yeah. So, engaging yeah. in. Over there. You are correct,
4: Josephine. You are correct, but you know, at some point towards the end, towards the uh, the first week in December, they lifted the bans for every other African country.
2: Except oh.
4: Yeah, except Nigeria up till now.
2: Uh-huh.
4: Yeah. So, so the lady, the lady started giving me options. Like, do I have as as options as as low as asking if I have a visa? I have a, a um this country, a Republic B visa. If I have a, <laughs> if, if I have a René Republic visa, I could use it to apply for UAE. That's how bad it was.
3: You
1: know? Wow.
2: Yes.
1: That's crazy. Okay. Yeah, uh, really yeah.
2: crazy.
1: Yeah. And uh, probably a lot more to dig into there about sort of why that's all happening. Um, wow. Okay. And so just kind of back to sort of funding as, as a big barrier. I mean, uh, Joy and I were talking a little bit about this before we started pressing record. Um, and so obviously funding for school because you know it's international programs usually that you're taking and and so um you know and, and maybe we can touch on a little later about sort of um you know how you can maybe get sort of some kind of training in Africa because obviously that would be the the ideal um but also funding for ceus is, is is a problem and and so i know that you know i think you were saying CEUs are something like, you know, $10 or $12. And that's, that's, that's a lot. Um, mm-hmm. um, and so what, I mean, it's interesting because I, I know there's a lot, a lot more IBA kind of approved providers. Now I see those kind of popping up every day, almost on sort of the IBA websites and whatnot. Um, are, 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 are are those CEUs as well? I mean, obviously the BACB CEUs are expensive because most of them are coming out of these sort of you know more developed um, you know wealthier countries and whatnot, and and so you know they're they're demanding more funds. But are are these other countries that are sort of offering i b a c e u s also really expensive
3: or? So. Uh...
0: I uh, for now I, I'm not sure of uh, mm. I'm not sure of that, but um like I'm really happy that most uh, uh, organizations and most countries are coming are uh, uh IVA CU certified, like they're giving the, the credentials to offer CEUs. Yeah uh, <laughs> even initially when you attend the CEU event and you kind of uh enter your uh your IBA uh, certification number, it's not recognized. Sometimes you are denied the CEU because they say you are not a BCBA, you
2: know? Uh, so, but,
0: uh, yeah. So, but currently, um, I'm not sure. Most of the CEUs, uh, yeah, I'm not really sure, but most of the CEUs, you still, uh, still pay for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, and, for, and so, for me, the major thing is even yeah. um uh, I don't know if uh, in in Ghana. I think in Ghana, with your Visa card, you'll be able to do an international transaction. Currently, with my card, I am unable to do inter- international transaction. Even though, even if I want to, oh,
2: so it's
0: yeah, it's restricted. That's my Nigerian uh, bank card. I can't oh. use it for international transaction. Except I ask someone, can you help me pay for this? And then now. Uh, kind of uh, oh. on, uh given the equivalent so, whatever the- so
1: so there's so the barrier isn't just the money, it's you okay. can't yes. even buy them anyway.
3: That's
1: true. Yeah. So okay, so so the couple of questions. So and we talked about this beforehand, but I just want to talk about here for folks who are listening. Um what would be a good Price for CEUs? What would be an affordable rate for CEUs for for you anyway? I mean, I know you can't speak for everyone outside of the U.S., but for for you, what would be a you know what would be a, a more affordable rate? Hmm. <laughs>
2: That's a big
3: question. <laughs> hmm. I like big.
2: Yeah. So for me. Um,
0: you know it depends also on uh, the the kind of ceu right mm, yeah the topic yeah right yeah so if uh, i i i have a, am required to submit a two ceu on cultural uh competency on uh, yeah. general general learning uh, general learning ceus and uh, maybe uh, and the one in ABA and ethics and all yeah. of that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So sometimes it depends on the topics. So to mm. find out, uh, uh, a lot of times they want the general, the learning you have more of the learning CEUs uh, are cheaper than uh, the professional ones, like the ones <laughs> on ethics and uh as well as yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it actually depends.
1: There is a lack of diversity when it comes to educational material depicting Black children in the field of applied behavior analysis. Human Expressions gives Black and Brown children realistic and detailed images of kids who look like them, modeling everyday skills that may be difficult for them to communicate or express. At Human Expressions, the benefits of representation for black and brown kids in educational curricula are clear. Increased self esteem, reducing stereotypes, and increased validation and support. To learn more, go to www.humanexpressions.org. That's human, H U E M A N, expressions.org. The second secret word is funding. Well, just Think more kind of than ideally, like right now you're saying generally CEUs tend to be around, you know, $10 to $12 US, you know, uh, is that right? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. And so living in your dream world, all CEUs cost the same. What would that rate be that would be affordable for folks?
0: And I, will, I will also say again it also depends <laughs> on what you are earning okay mm. so uh yeah as a bc uh, i mean as a as an IBA, you know different uh people work with different organizations and they pay it's not like like it's not the same rate like what you have in the u.s like uh, I would say, like, in the Western world, a BCBA ends like, between $100 and $150 per hour, right? Right. Uh-huh. So, here, in the in Africa, it's not like that. So, you find out some um, IBA may not even be earning up to $500 uh, in a month. Mm. So, it all depends on what Each individual is earning and what he or she can afford for for the
3: saves. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. So I can say, okay, between this amount to this amount, it depends on your your earning, what you're earning, your monthly income. Mm. And, you know, Mm. we have a a lot of bills to pay. So sometimes you kind of prioritize, oh, these, I have these to do. I have these to do. Okay, see you. Please see you can wait and all of that. If I have a free one, yeah, I go for the free
1: one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, well, that's interesting. Hmm. Um, uh, I did say to sort of joy before we started that you know i have had these conversations with other people i was uh, you know a couple of things that i I've, I've sort of just noticed with ceus is you know most of the ones that i sell are bcba CEUs. i don't sell very many iba or qabacceus like mm-hmm. I, I i might i think really i think i've i've you know if i sell you know say $500 worth of CEUs in a month, I don't know what I, if that's the number, I would guess maybe $50 of it is IBA and QABA. Um, now, I know part of that is certainly just because there's a lot more BCBA folks certified than there are IBA and QABA. Ex- exactly. Uh, but I think also but, but what I noticed in February when I did the promotion for, for Black History Month, mm-hmm. I had a lot of IBA and QABA <laughs> folks um <You> see? <laughs> requesting, right? And so that told me, you know, uh-huh. that, that, you know, there's 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 still a demand. There's there's still yeah. a lot of folks that need them. Um exactly. It's, it's just they can't afford them. Um mm. And uh, you know, so we're doing this again in April. So that's tomorrow for you know. I mean, this might not be released this month, but for mm-hmm. folks that uh, that are listening, tomorrow I've got a promotion starting tomorrow for uh, Autism uh, Month or whatever. And and I, I'm yeah. expecting I'm expecting to see the same thing kind of happen, which is great. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad I'm glad I'm able to help out folks that don't have a way to get CEUs. Um, mm-hmm. But, at the same time, you know, I also want want to be, you know, sustainable too, with the podcast. And so, you yeah. know, if I gave everything away for free all the time, you know, I, I wouldn't oh. I wouldn't be able to stick around. Um, and <laughs> so I've been talking to Baba a little mm-hmm. bit um about sort of how, you know, you know, we can sort of help in that area as far as sort of reduce costs and whatnot. And, you know, they've got some ideas that we're looking at because even, uh, you know, even in, 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 you know, even North America, you know, there are certainly certain populations where, you know, affordability is an issue even there. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, particularly I think for, you know, people of color that are, you know, more marginalized and, and, you know, and sort of that intergenerational kind of, you know, some of these folks being like the first the first people in in, in generations in their family to even, you know, graduate from university, uh, because it just it just wasn't in the cards financially or opportunity wise. Um, so. What what a, so when when kind of Joy and I were talking about this before. Um, I, I told, I, I said that I, I got an email the other day from a, a behavior analyst in Pakistan, um, who's basically said to me, you know, I, I, I like your podcast, but I can't afford the CEUs. Um, and, uh, you know, is there, is there a way, you know, I can get a discount? And so I said, well, of course, yeah. I mean, and, you know, I, I, I definitely want to be accessible and, uh, and I definitely, and you know, I, I don't understand sort. Of, I understand there's funding is, is an issue, but I have no idea sort of what the numbers are. I don't know what people are making and that sort of thing to sort of, you know, base anything on. And as you say, it, it, it varies so much, probably from country to country. Um, you know, kind of what people are making, and so I had suggested to her that you know I could offer you the CEUs, I think they were for IBA as well. Uh, I I could offer them for. For half price. So I think right now it's like $12 Canadian for my CEUs, which is equivalent to about $10 US. Um, and so I suggested, you know, $6 Canadian, which might be 4 or $5 US. And she seemed to think that was <laughs> that was good. Um, um And so I, I'm trying to sort of figure out but I'm thinking other people listening other sort of approved CEU providers listening are probably also noticing the same thing I'm noticing, that, you know, there aren't a lot of IBA or QABA folks that are buying their CEUs. And I assume that's an affordability issue. And so I don't know if sort of, you know, the best solution is to have some sort of sliding scale. I just don't know how you'd administer that, you know, or, you know, base it on GDP of a country or whatever, you know, I mean, there's a lot (laughs) to it. Or do you just sort of exactly. say, do you just sort of say, you know, I'm going to sell them for less to everyone that's an IBA or a QABA. And some people will get a really good deal out of that. Others will maybe still find it not to be affordable and then just sort of oh, be yeah. open to kind of, you know, if you can't afford it, you know reach out to me and we'll, we'll make it affordable. Mm. You know,
0: uh, you know, another thing, another barrier, I feel we mm. can have access to more CEUs if we belong to uh uh if we if we have membership to most of the international organization. Let's say uh Baba. Mm. We were members of Baba. Yeah, when we were registered members of Baba, we have free access to free CEUs. Mm. So uh yeah, they do right, Baba. yes. Yeah, it really helps. So if you're a registered member of Baba. You have a uh, access to their monthly CEU. Yes. Yeah. So which was it was great. Then uh, we like every month. I mean, every year you have your twelve uh, CEUs intact. But then even mm-hmm. the registration as a uh, uh, then we we were getting a subsidized rate at uh, a student uh, fee to register so, as an international uh, student member. But now we are no longer students. So right. <laughs> we have to pay the 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 like the membership fee, which is really, really expensive looking at our income.
1: Yes. So, so another piece then just sort of if folks are listening, you know, if there are kind of associations like this, these folks should be thinking about, you know, offering, you know reduced membership fees to sort of international countries because, you know, I mean, it's, yeah, 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 no, that makes a lot of sense. Um, And I know I was talking to, um, because I saw the APBA, right? Uh, The Association Mm -hmm. for Professional Behavior uh, Analysts, they recently, they've got a new CEO, Tyra Sellers, and she put in a, a, a new promotion sort of for students that, they could join APBA for $10 uh, for their Mm -hmm. first year compared to, I'm not sure, I'm not sure, 80 80 or 90 or whatever. I I can't remember how much it is for a full member. And so I asked her, you know, is is that something that's available, you know, to folks outside of the US? Um, And and I don't think it was at the time. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, And so suggesting so I think I think I think she definitely is considering that, you know. And so I think, you know, that's definitely something else that, that I think because you know, I think these are things that we can kind of do over here on our side of the world to sort of, you know, make things easier for you folks. And the other thing is, is we're going to get, you know, we're if we don't make it affordable, then we lose your business, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, so I mean it's 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 also a business decision, you know. And so I think folks need to be thinking about that. Uh, as well, I, I, my plan initially, I was telling sort of Joy beforehand, um, is I'm gonna, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna start and see if it makes a difference. I'm gonna start by making all of the CEUs for the IBA uh, half price for everybody, um, awesome. uh, and and see what see what that does. But then I think I think I I, I think I think to your point. I think I'd, I also need need to make it really clear, you know, that if if folks are still struggling, you know, to afford even that rate, that they should be able to reach out to me, and you know, we can figure something out, um, because you know, it 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 seems it seems ridiculous that CEUs even cost money in the first place. Sometimes, um, right, uh, yeah. <laughs> I get yeah. it. I I get especially when you're already paying for a course. So you pay for a <laughs> webinar and then you pay for CUs on top of that, you know. Uh, exactly. and, and, they, and they call it like a service fee, but there's no actual service. I mean it's it's just uh you know, it's just it's just right <laughs> write right write your name and send an email. Um and so you know the service fee, if you really wanted to quantify that, it's probably something like you know, 25 cents or something, not twelve dollars. <laughs> um and so I what I do see now is a lot of folks are offering the courses for free uh, and then the CEUs cost money. And I guess that can that kind of make sense. And that's probably a better a better model. But um, yeah, no, I mean, I just it's just, you know, I, I, I don't think I, I knew there were barriers, you know, just being in countries sort of outside of, you know, you know, sort of North America and UK and in Australia. Uh, but I had thought that just by sort of the IBA and the QAB, you know, offering these certifications, that a lot of those barriers would be removed. But it sounds like there's still a lot of barriers, even with those things in place. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yes. There are
4: there a are lot of barriers. Like just I feel like Josephine has really mentioned like 80% of the barriers. Yeah. Because talking about the paying for this, even if the CEO is five, dollar right mm. now you in Nigeria you need to get I think you can make trans- transactions with some banks will tell you you can't make transactions with your debit card um, dollar transactions with a debit card except mm-hmm. you get a dollar card
2: mm-hmm. so
4: yeah so there is there's a there's a debit card that you can use in Nigeria and if you want to make transactions outside Nigeria you have to get a dollar card mm. whilst we are whilst some other banks will tell you okay if you use if you, if you use your debit card you can use your debit card up to $10. So these things are really causing a lot of barriers when it comes to paying or making transactions outside Nigeria. Right. Yeah. So those are the things that are really um so drag, Yeah, causing the the, the whole the, the whole drag and making yeah. people like somebody like me i get really discouraged. Yeah. So i wait so i i only wait for when i attend baba conferences and i get all my CUs together
2: yes at that point
4: yes so i just i just try and get someone to help me pay for my baba conference and then i attend the conference i make sure i get all my ceus and then that's it you know but Mm. attending webinars i can attend webinars i'm not i'm not after the ceus i'm meant to pay i'm not going to go after Mm. the ceus because i know when when i even when i want to pay i'm going to have issued my bank you know trying to tell me i can't make payments and all of that so
1: so, yeah, because that was the other one I forgot to ask about. So this whole international transaction thing, which I didn't realize was existed. So, I mean, I, so is there anything that I can I could do to make that easier? Like 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 what what is it, or or is it just the sake of it? It just doesn't matter as long as I'm in a different country it's not going to be, it's, it's going to be really hard.
4: Well, if there's a way, if there's a way you can, um, if, the, if, if there's a way the money can be paid in Naira, I don't, uh, I don't know how it's going to happen, you know? Okay, yeah. so um, like, so that's exactly what we're facing also. I work with ACA, Autistic Compassion Africa, the yeah. Nigerian branch, right? Yeah. And then we get clients and our clients don't stay longer. Why? Okay. Because they are, being, they, are, they, are, they are paying in dollars. So when when they when they think about the conversion rate, they tend to yeah they are they, they, getting results. They are seeing the work. They are seeing the progress in the kids. Mm. But at the end of the day, they, they, they tend to pull out their kids because they, they are meant to pay in dollars or dollar equivalents. So mm. dollar equivalent. So that that alone just Nigerians don't like anything. Like most Nigerians, I won't say Nigerians. Most Nigerians like don't 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 want to go through the stress of. Trying to get dollar, convert dollar. So most times when things are when when we want to buy something, we want to see it in naira. Okay, so let's say five dollar as of right now um, bank rate. I'm not sure what bank rate is, but I think the black market rate is about I think 700 or so naira per one dollar. So if you're doing six dollar or five dollar for the CEU, it's going to be 700 times, five Mm. or six. So if you're charging three thousand five hundred or four or four thousand or 4, naira, so everybody knows. Oh, I'm paying four thousand naira. When I click on this link, I'm going to transfer four thousand naira to this, You know, to, to for my CEU. So that mm. makes a bit. It, it's more comfortable. It's more. It's it's easy compared to when you're trying to pay in dollar and they're declining mm-hmm. and all of
3: that.
2: Yes.
1: Yes.
3: Okay. And, and
2: get it, away.
1: Yeah. And it, do you know if this is sort of the same problem in other African countries, or is this a Nigerian thing?
4: Well, I'm not sure about other countries. Or like I even Ghana, just even and, Ghana. Yeah, Just we just can speak about Ghana.
1: Are you a BCBA supervisor looking to streamline your practice? Or maybe you're working towards your BCBA and need to find the right supervisor. Whomhouse offers tools that make supervision so much more enjoyable for both supervisor and supervisee. For supervisors, they offer easy meeting documentation, competency tracking, monthly verification forms, a built-in supervision curriculum, and so much more. For supervisees, Whomhouse has a fieldwork tracker with built-in auditing, monthly verification forms, a curriculum, quizzes, and more. If you're looking for a supervisor, they even have a supervision marketplace where you can connect with BCPAs until you find your perfect match, kind of like professional dating. For more information, go to Whomhouse.com forward slash speak or search Whomhouse on Google. The second secret word is funding. The third secret word is Ghana.
0: Yeah, so the thing is uh, currently because of the the, the decline in value of uh, the Naira uh, things have really changed. So right now the value of Naira is decreasing so mm. yeah making transaction uh uh using the like the uh an international transaction it's really mm. difficult because when you look at the exchange rate it's so like it's super like it's crazy that you're spending so much for just something very uh little you know so but here in ghana it's um uh, I think the last last time I checked the uh, dollar equivalent, one dollar is equivalent to uh 13 Ghana cities. Mm. Yeah. So uh, uh, the uh, compared to Nigeria, the difference is not uh much, but the Nigerian exchange rate is crazy. So mm. I can't I don't know other African countries, but then I think, generally, uh, even uh, uh, considering the, even the global economy, it also affected uh, the whole uh, exchange rate, and then it affected other countries as well. Because, uh, <coughs> excuse me, yeah. So it's, it wasn't like this until recently, when uh, uh, the, the global economic crisis, and right. then. Things started going up, the inflation and all of that. So it affected the Nigerian economy seriously, I think.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I think we've kind of unpacked a bit, you know, a lot of the barriers for, you know, professionals in ABA, you know. Well, certainly in Nigeria and Ghana, but it's probably a similar story in a lot of other countries. Um, um, And so it definitely definitely gives me a lot of things to think about, you know, as a CEU provider um, that I'm going to look into. And hopefully, folks listening as providers will look into to, you know, sort of help break some of these barriers. Um, Let's kind of shift gears here a bit and talk about sort of, you know, ABA and autism, and what and and, and and you know, and 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 what providing services is like, because it sounds like there's probably some some barriers there as well, um, um, that that are are going to be different than you know than folks maybe working in some of these other countries. Um, I'm curious about, um, um, you know, just it's not well. First off, like maybe you could just tell me a little bit about. You know both Nigeria and, and you know and then Ghana. If, if you know, um, what what sort of is the sort of I guess what's the kind of perception I guess of of autism in in, in these countries in in those in your countries and you know and then maybe let's start with that. So what 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 you you, you talked about not even knowing what autism was when you kind of got into into the field. Um and although I was the same when I got into the field, I didn't know what autism was either, and it was everywhere. Uh, so that may not be related. But what what's sort of like the you know sort of the, the landscape of sort of autism in, in, in Nigeria?
4: Yeah, okay. Um yeah, I, I know I I remember saying that when I joined um the field, I didn't know what autism was. But I think he's totally a different case right now. Mm. I I think so. I think so because of the awareness and everything going on. Yeah. Well, we might not be there yet, but I feel like it's it's better compared to when I joined the field. Mm. And yeah, I, I, yeah. So, so for example, tomorrow is going to be tomorrow is, uh, is going to be uh, World Autism Day, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's it's totally different. Like. Formally, when we talk about what autism is, people will ask, ask you what does it mean and all of that. But right now, it's all over the place. People are posting it online. Um, there are radio stations calling in um, <coughs> experts to come talk about what autism is and how to uh, – the, 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 the pointers and all of that. So it's, it's kind of – I feel like it's kind of out there compared to how it was before. But I feel like we're not still there yet. But I feel like we're progressing. In Nigeria, I feel like Nigeria, as regards the awareness of autism, will are progressing. Yeah, because of different things that have been put in place. Like, for example, the GT conference, the GTB conference. So, yeah. So if you have, if you GTB is a bank, Guarantee mm. Trust Bank. Mm. So if you have an account, GTB definitely you will get you will get the email every year stating that they are they are organizing a conference, an autism conference that they've been doing for I think last year. I think they've been doing it for years, over over 10 years right now. Mm. So they, every year they, they, they do that, and they bring in experts from different fields in special eds. They bring in ABA, um, um, BCBAs from Canada. There's someone that, come, that, that comes in from Canada, from the U.S., different experts talking about autism and the science and all of that. So all of these things put together have made autism to become something that like I would say that uh, it's, it's more, people are more aware. Of what autism is yes they might still some parents might still be living in denial of course of course because yeah it's 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 something that would take i feel like to take a strong a strong um minded parent to accept in Nigeria because yeah um yeah it's it's just something like you know something i read I read about a story while I was waiting for this call on the internet of how a a, a parent had a set of three Instead of twin, and then in Nigeria, and then at, after four months, they noticed that one of the child was not was not um, developing typically. So they went and sought um, asked uh, to talk with the pediatrician, and it was, the child was diagnosed of autism. And the, the parents said it was it was it was a traumatic. It was traumatic for them. You know, mm-hmm. they couldn't take it. They couldn't, it was yeah. So up till now, we still have parents not able to take that news to take it to, to accept that a child have autism or the child is autistic. Mm. So we're still struggling with that. You know, mm. trying to let people that it is not a death sentence. You know, it is a condition. You know, and we still have parents still go from one uh, um um from one church to another praying, yeah, of course it is good, but you know, praying, asking for a change, you know, asking, praying that the child change go go back to being typical.
2: Mm. Yeah,
4: yeah, I'm not against yeah, prayer, but you know, and the, at that part, when they are praying, they are also neglecting the fact that the child needs. To, the child is growing and needs mm-hmm. help as yeah, while the child waits to import, change, or uh, transform, they still mm. needs, you know, it still needs to get someone to um to intervene, you know, to train them on the basic thing that they need to know. So mm. some parents go as far as waiting for as long as eight years, ten years before they accept. And of course, a child, of you know, getting early intervention and getting the getting early intervention yes. at three years when the child was diagnosed compared to getting, waiting for the child to be eight, 10 to get intervention. Mm-hmm. Of course, we know the difference. So course, mm-hmm. There's a huge difference in that. There's a huge gap. So that's what, that's another thing we're facing here. And also have some, um, some so parents not having, like have different priorities, you know, we mm-hmm. have, I've seen. I've seen people, yeah. So I've seen parents knowing that, oh, my my child has autism. Okay, no problem, and just want to, yeah. They, and and they say, anyways, he has autism. It's he, not going to amount to anything,
2: mm. you know. So there's
4: no point spending so much, mm. you know. There's so, much, so there's no point spending so. Much. And of course, at the same time, we have parents that would us would stop working just because they want to see a change. They want to really and the potential of the child. So we have Mm. different, yeah, we have different kind of, we we meet different kind of set of people every day and we tend to just be patient with them and walk them through the stage because it's it's actually a stage, you know. Mm. It's not easy for someone that never heard about autism before to just hear, oh my, your child has autism. And then after researching from, after doing a lot of research and then they realize that it's a condition that, that lives with the child for the rest of their life. So it's it's, it's, a, it's it's a turning point for that family. So it's something that we're always very patient with the parents. So, yeah, I don't know if I'm able to like talk on what you asked about, but I feel like we can add more, uh, shed more light to that. Mm. Mm.
0: Yeah, so talking about the perception and stigma associated with uh, yeah. autism, uh, I remember growing up, uh, I grew up in the barracks. My dad was a military man. Mm. So uh, I remember growing up then. Those kids, uh, we have a lot of them then. So they just, you see them like roaming around freely. Uh, then they were uh, they were considered as a, a imbecile or useless, quote unquote. Mm. Uh, and most of them, they like nobody, even their family members don't care for them. So you... Uh, a lot of them you see uh, uh, a lot of them you see them like wandering like in the uh, in the barracks going from one place to another so people then uh or kids usually make uh, bully them or make uh fun of them they see them oh this person is a it's uh, this person is mentally retarded so let's just make fun of him when whenever mm-hmm. they see them either make fun of them or bully them do, uh, some uh, kind of nasty uh, things with them.
2: Mm.
0: Oh, so, yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. And then, um, recently, uh, uh, parents with special needs are, are, are being shamed, like in this 21st uh, century. If you mm. have uh, a special needs child, you are being stigmatized in the society. Uh, mm. and because of that shame, most parents don't uh, allow the kids out. They lock them out and lock them up in the in the house. Mm. Uh, don't allow them in public places because of the shame and the experience in the society. They look at uh, the society, look at like, oh, you have a useless child. You have a child right. who would not do anything. You know. So and um, a lot of time, uh, like here in Ghana. Uh, the society doesn't make it uh, very welcoming for for parents with special needs. You are seen like uh, not good enough uh, because you have a child with a, uh, a special need. And then mm. even the educational system too, it's not helping. It's not helping matters. So most uh, educational uh, uh, settings don't have uh, special need programs to support these kids. Mm they don't even they are not even trained they don't know how to work with these kids so what can they offer so these kids end up uh, uh being locked up in the house or being kept at home they, yeah. uh, they, yeah, they stay at home nobody works the, uh, with them and at some point some of them become very aggressive because they can't experience their need nobody understand them yeah mm. so yeah so uh, 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 I think last year uh, there was an incident here uh, in in Ghana, Cape Coast, precisely. I mean, I think the 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 village is about forty minutes drive from Cape Coast. So mm. this family had a, they had us a child, uh, an autistic child, a two year old, and uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to use this word. The the, the parent gave the the Uh, their consent for this child to be cured. Mm. So, so most people here, they consider this kid as uh, uh, spirit children.
2: Mm.
0: And they come from the water. So, this family, with the help of a fetish priest, they gave their consent for the child to be cured and like According to them, uh, we are sending them back, like quote unquote, sending them back to where they came from. So mm. this child was was about like he was buried alive. What? Yeah. So uh, luckily wow. for this guy, there was a passerby mm. who heard him screaming before the water could even get to him. So, and this child was rescued. And uh there's this community head who, Mm. like, in collaboration with ACA, uh, ACA team had to go into that community and do a lot of uh, sensitization and awareness for the community. They have to be educated um, on what autism is and how it manifests and how these kids can be supported. And gradually, people are becoming uh, uh, aware of uh, the the condition are are more open to to support other uh, mm. yeah like John said we are not there yet we still have a long way to go but uh yeah the 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 ball has been set rolling um mm. last year we had a we had a uh, the GTB first of its kind in Ghana here also GTB awareness autism awareness campaign. So it was done. Uh, parents were invited. So a lot of parents came with their with their kids, and uh, their 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 mindset when they came was, "Oh, they are going to give us a cure. They are going to give us something that will will cure our 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 child." Mm-hmm. So most of them were heartbroken when they were leaving because uh, with. Uh, what uh, we're doing, we're just giving them recommendations, like educating them on how to support their kid based on the child's specific needs. You know,
2: mm. so. Uh,
0: but I feel that is not enough because these parents, most of them, don't even uh, have diagnosis yet.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But the the symptom is very clear. Uh. It, uh so these parents don't have any idea of what autism is or how to even support these kids so we were giving them recommendation like okay or you can watch uh we recommended a lot of uh uh, uh channels like the was uh, mary Barbera uh channel uh, autism right. channel. Yep. yeah so just to like help them get familiar with uh, how autism uh, uh, manifests and how they can help their kids and all of that, but I I can see in most of their faces, they were heartbroken because they were coming with uh, the mindset, oh, we are going to get the solution, you know, and some of them too, they are working parents. Most of the recommendation, how are they going to support these kids if they are not working? Mm. So, yeah. but we are we are getting uh, we are getting them uh, gradually uh, more uh, awareness campaigns going on and uh, thankfully more are coming out and accepting and uh, seeking for intervention for their kids early enough compared to how it used to be before.
3: Mm-hmm. That's
1: right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so different than over here right and just in so many ways yeah um so okay so autism and and i've heard this story similar versions of this story when i've talked to folks from some other countries uh, about sort of you know autism being kind of a you know a, a, a spiritual type thing um you know and uh and, you know whether it be a you know a punishment from the gods or or, <laughs> or 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 in in other cultures it's actually been a blessing from the gods um, oh. um so I've seen that as well so there's been some places like I, I was talking to someone where um uh um there was a couple there was a couple cultures there's one two cultures where I talked to folks and where they don't recognize autism um at all because they don't they don't they don't even have a word for sort of autism in their language and uh they actually look at kids with autism as sort of being you know spiritual Mm -hmm. beings that are actually above others like to be to be sort of revered in the community and they actually have special status and that sort of thing so it really varies from sort of country to country and culture to culture but what one thing that that you know that is for sure different um is also you know access to services so you know Mm -hmm. if you finally are able to sort of um get a family on board with you know believing this is uh this is autism and not maybe some other you know sort of supernatural kind of you know event or whatever um and that and that they they see that maybe there is some things that can help them like aba uh what what about aba so a couple of, what's the perception first on sort of aba and then more so what what does access to services look like for folks because you know i mean even in canada we don't really have um um we don't have like insurance mandates like the US has and, and those sorts of things. Um, um, we definitely have more funding for sure. I mean, we're not, you know, I'm, I'm not by any means saying we're we're lacking there, but it it, it is, it, it, it every, everywhere seems to be, my point is everything everywhere seems to be different from the US where most of this stuff is happening. But I'm curious sort yeah. of what, what access to services looks like in, 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 in your countries, you know, both in terms of availability but also, you know, cost to families. Yeah.
2: Uh, so
4: yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Go on, Joseph. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, when it comes to access to services, um I would I would I would want to say that, yeah, so for some parents that have um, accepted or yeah, accepted to say, oh this child has a condition that I think is not, is not typically, is not um, growing typically like the rest of the kids or, yeah. So they tend to look for, the, yeah, because you know the thing is, the first thing is, at that point, they become very vulnerable, right? So anybody that comes to them, because they are not even aware of what, it, what autism is, what um, intervention um, could work, so anybody that comes to them to say, oh, I'm, I, I, I can do this for your child, you know, I'm a special needs teacher, I can do this for your child, they just accept the person and then, so I've had, so if, you, if, you, if I want to really say are there access to services, I would say yes, because most families who have kids with autism have one or two people who have at one time or the other worked with their child, mm. right? But have they seen a, a change?
2: Did um, mm.
4: uh, uh, the, the, the child learn any life skill or, um, or self-help skill at the point? Mm. Was there, were there progress? And that's where the question comes in. Mm. So ha- we have some organizations that go ahead and then form, like, okay, for example, somebody goes and do RBT and then establish his own organization saying, is is that they are offering behavioral therapy,
2: Mm. you know?
4: So we know know that most of these kids, because they're not able to communicate their needs, they tend to have behavioral challenges, right? So now, because this person has already opened an organization that says they offer behavioral therapy, Mm. the parents tend to go there for intervention, right? Mm. And at the end of the day, what they're offering is not actually behavioral therapy, right? Mm. But because the, the parents seem very vulnerable or at the mercy of that person, because as it is, quote unquote, the person that accepted a child, into that is, is, the, is the only person that could accept the child. Because schools can turn down a child that has behavioral issues because of the tantrum, mm. the aggressive behavior. Yeah. So they turn, yeah. they, they, yeah, they turn them down. Sometimes they, most times they turn them down and they end up staying at home. So when there is an organization that says, "Oh, I can work with your child," they take them because they are happy, and the child is eventually um, eventually leaving the home to a setting mm-hmm. where he's going to get intervention. But then, at the intervention center, are they doing the right thing? So that's the mm-hmm. that's the question. So we get we get to work with some kids that have, and so some kids that when you ask the parents, "Oh, when has he ever had um uh, intervention?" Oh, yes, he had intervention. What intervention he had? ABA, he had speech, he had he, uh, he had the child had the um, um, occupational therapy. But as it is, we're not seeing any progress in that regard. Mm. Yeah. So it that takes that takes the whole that takes us back to the beginning again, and I start tra- trying to get the child on track. Meanwhile, the child has lost several years. Mm. To to
2: to
4: to to um, cookbook intervention. So that's that's the thing. That's the thing here. We have so many people come up to say, oh, I'm a I'm a I'm a specialist teacher. I'm a speech therapist, I can do this for your child. And mm. because they are able to, because they are, because they are out there to say I can do this for your child, the parents leave the children at the mercy of that person. No, no, there is no there is no tracking, there are no reports to show oh, this is where we started from, this is where we are right now, and this is where we're going to, there are mm. no, there are no assessments to say, oh this is what the child can do at this point, and this way, this is what we're hoping that it would do at some point. So, yeah. So if if I if you ask me, are there access to services? I would say yes and no. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I would say I would say yes and no because, he, and then when we come in. So at the end of the day, I I meet some of those parents, and then we start. Um, therapy and they see the difference, obviously, because they see mm-hmm, the difference. Mm-hmm. Yes, the difference is very clear. The child is progressing, is is able to carry, is, is able to um, generalize what is learned on um, on the table,
2: mm-hmm.
4: you know, going to the to the to the natural environment, and they are happy about it. So, but another thing, another thing again, when it comes to services, is that parents are not, they're not even concerned about oh is the child uh, exhibiting socially significant behavior or not but they are after their child speaking so they ask oh there's a behavioral therapy does he does, does he have speech therapy speech therapy session in it mm. so yeah so because my child is not speaking I want my child to be speaking I just, I just want my child to be speaking so when I when I go to say oh we're going to we have um we can create um, pegs we can do some communication um programs with the child. And then when we start, the child can actually communicate. It might not be true words, but mm. true pictures, you know, true pictures and exchange of pictures and all of that. But they are still not satisfied because they want the child to be talking. So like mm. Jazmin said, when they meet you, they want they want you to they want you to say, to tell them, oh, your child is going to be transformed in so so months. Mm. So when there's no transformation, and they start they start withdrawing, you know, you start seeing. You know they start saying oh we're not seeing the money we're just paying we're just paying. this this child is taking so much of our money we have mm-hmm. other kids you know we have other kids so I don't think we can continue with this um with these therapy sessions or intervention and then they 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 exit the program right and they go and they leave the the um the, the you know the the they stop the, the the therapy sessions with us so at the end of the day they, they and you know, the funny thing is that they don't leave the child to themselves. They don't leave the child to, to his or herself. They still get somebody else. But this person they get is cheaper. Who has offered to do to, speech therapy? The person who offered to do speech therapy, the person who offered to, the mm. offer to do behavior, the person who offered to do one person will do occupational therapy. So mm. one person has three, three or more certificates saying <laughs> I can do all of this. So wow. that's cheap. That's quite cheaper you know, to the parents than taking someone that will say, oh, I'm going to work on your child's behavior and then build him up on the communication skills and he can communicate with you, even if he's not ready to use his words yet. We can mm. use other means of communication, you know, trying to open up, open them up to other means of communication, but no, they're after the speech. He must, he should be talking. Mm. Way, you know, when he should, be, he should be able to tell me, he should be able to tell me, good morning, daddy, how was your day? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know you know, so those are the things you're facing, so when it comes to services delivering services is um it's a yes and a no you know right
3: yeah. right right mm.
0: so um, um <clears throat> like Joy said, here in Ghana uh, aba services like currently we don't have a lot of a uh, organization offering uh, ABA services. Right. At least at, yeah currently I think we have about seven IBAs. Yes. In the whole of Ghana. And uh wow. yeah. And then uh, I think about just few uh, ACA and then there's this other school that do uh, mainstream school. Uh, so the uh, IBAs that I'm talking about, they're either with Autism Compassion Africa or this uh, other school that has a uh, a specialty uh, 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 setting. Mm. So most parents, like if you talk about ABA, a lot of people, even professionals, so-called doctors, pediatricians, mm. they don't know what ABA is. Right. When you say when you say uh, uh, we do ABA services, we ask you first question is what is ABA? I've had a lot of such questions even from parents. And so we do ABA services. We work with kids especially special needs, and we uh, use the science of ABA. And they ask you what is ABA? So first, you need to even like educate them on what ABA is before they can even uh, like accept it. You know, mm. so. Um, uh and most organizations so we realize like joy said they 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 the the common term they use is uh behavior therapist whatever that is mm. it's behavior so uh most uh, 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 uh doctors they will refer the parent they will tell the parent oh it seems your child uh, has autism we recommend speech therapy and behavior therapy right so it's always speech therapy or OT and then behavior therapy. The behavior therapy, what are they doing?
3: Nobody mm. knows. Mm. Yeah.
0: So a lot of uh, a lot of uh parents, like most of our clients, they have this, uh, they they go for this quote-unquote behavior therapy, and then they are not seeing progress, just like Joyce, they come back and then they are referred again to us, and then we, we start. And like Joyce said, they see progress. So ABA is not well known. It's yet to be recognized here in this part of the world. And so there is a lot of work to be done. Like we said earlier, this is one of the barriers because uh, uh, going through the course sequence and training is quite expensive. There are mm-hmm. people who do this, but then looking at the cost and uh, everything involved, it's uh, it's really difficult so um uh we are here in Ghana uh trying to set up uh, uh, uh an association that uh uh people who are doing the actual aba uh will register so we kind mm. of have uh, that is a body that regulates uh, yes. uh uh, the dissemination of ABA that way, parents can access, go uh, uh, maybe online and see that oh, this is This is what they do. They offer ABA services like they 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 are able to identify which organization offers the actual ABA services and those that are not.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm.
0: uh, so but then we also need to uh, start having. Uh, ABA course sequence offered in the universities here in Africa. Yes. And then we can do that if we don't have enough BCBAs or IBAs. So we need more IBAs to be uh, 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 certified, like go through the course uh, sequence and have uh, the education. That way, ABA will be made uh, known and then it will be accepted but uh, uh, for some parents who have seen what aba has done to their kids they are, they are really happy like one of the parents told me she she is willing to sell her car to have her to for her child to have aba therapy you know so wow. but then there are a lot of parents who don't know what aba is and they don't even have access to it in Cape Coast, like the Cape Coast Center of Autism Compassion Africa, a lot of the parents are like uh, more than half of them are, are are receiving the services at a very subsidized rate. In mm. fact, a few don't even pay at all, but they are being given the services because it's really necessary for them. Mm. You know, so so that's it. When you talk about ABA acceptance and uh, access to services, yes. For the few who have uh, awareness, who have knowledge of ABA, they they are accepted. They they have access to the services. But then we need more people in the field. And we need more people to be trained in the field, and we also have we need a uh, like. Uh, University already there is a there is a university who is planning to offer those ABA uh uh courses. Huh. Uh, that is going to take a long time because uh there are a lot of things involved. Mm. You know? Yeah, so
1: but but they're try- but they are trying to develop a program locally.
0: Yes, they are trying to do that, but uh, it's not something that is going to happen in the next five years. You
1: know. Right, 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 right. And and I think you mentioned that there there is there is a Nigerian Behavior Analyst Association. Oh
4: yes, there is um Association for Behavioral Analysts in Nigeria.
2: Mm.
4: I I recently joined the. I I recently became a member. Mm. Yeah, because you know, like the last time we spoke, I I I told you about how I felt like alone in Abuja. Yeah, I I, I needed because Josephine left to for Ghana, so I I just felt alone. I needed to get some some other people that are doing the same thing as what I'm doing, mm, you know. Mm. So I could also like learn from them and see what they're doing and all of that. So I started looking up for. Um, <laughs> Uh, behavior analyst in Nigeria. So I got a couple of them. So uh, also from the, from GTB conference, I, I was, I, I took, I was in last year, right? I went for last year. I was able to get a couple of them. So I, I, I connected with them. So right now, I I recently became a member. And mm. yes, I I'm I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to connection, more connections, collaborations, and all of that. Though th- th- there is this there is this group I I presently I mean I mean I'm, well, this WhatsApp group where we we have about twenty three of us in the in the group mm. um it was it was um, it was set up because the they realized that so many people go go for the RBT training and right. then they go and start um, carrying out behavior therapy. Yes. From one family to another without supervision. So and then, yeah, they do the RBT training. So the good thing where where we we got lucky, I would say that I'm among those. I don't just feel, I'm just among those that that are very privileged to get supervisions and supervisors. You know who are still very ready to guide us through. You know in our in this field, mm. but so many people don't have that opportunity because to just do the forty hours training and then they are left to, to you know, to carry out to, to carry out therapies on by their, by themselves and it's funny, yeah, it's funny because I wonder how they are able to come up with um, IEP goals, you know, mm. and how they are able to, to to enter data, how they're able mm. to track the data. So I wonder how. So that's the reason why the group was was formed and. And so the, the group is really very, uh, yeah, they're very efficient So because they, they kept on telling people, you know, you can't just go on and then uh, carry out interventions on your own. If you're an Arabic you need, you, need, you need an IBA or a QBA or a BC, of course, we don't have BCBA here in Abuja right now. So you need, you need a QBA or an IBA to supervise you, to guide you and all of that. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yes, so that's that. Well, that's, that's just a starting point. I think the group, the group, the group came up last towards um, the end of February. So we just we just started. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we're just we're just there trying to like encourage people to 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 get their CEUs, and that was where we got. You know, when when there was the um, the black um, uh, is it the black black
3: a black, black and, yeah.
4: Yeah, so the, for black February, the black instruments in February. So that was where I was able to share with the rest of the group uh, to tell them that um, Behavior Speak is offering few free CEUs. And I had almost everybody going on and then you know going on to listen to the podcast and then getting their free CEUs. They were very happy, you know. These mm. are things this, this, this CEUs, these are CEUs that they would have paid for. So yeah. I, I felt very yeah, I felt very happy and you know very Delighted to see them, very, very excited about it. You mm. know, so that's the things we face, we, we face here. Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of yeah, like Justin said, it's it's a work in progress. It did this mm-hmm. as of as 2020 to 2018. I think as of 2017, Whitney was the only BCBA in the in West Africa.
2: Mm.
4: Yeah. So right now we have QBAs, we have Q, we have uh, IBAs, we have BCBA. So it's we have BC ABAs. We are it's, it's a work in progress. It's a work mm. in progress. So yeah, so I, I, I just joined the Aban and I'm hoping that I I, I I get to connect more with more people, just like the Baba. Baba mm. Baba has been really helpful to us or to me, I would say, because the last CEUs I was able to get was from Baba conference, you know. And mm. I've had opportunity, yeah. I've I've had opportunities of attending webinars, lovely webinars. You know, great topics that will keep you informed about what is going on in the field of ABA because as it is in Nigeria, we might. If you're not, if one is not connecting with some of these international organisations, mm. I'm telling you, we're not going to get to know what is going on in ABA in the world.
2: Mm-hmm,
4: you know, mm-hmm. we're not going to get to know what is going on in ABA in the world. So, you know, I've seen I've seen some people say, "Oh, I'm RBT and I go to supervise them and they do and they do things totally different, you know, from what." is meant to be they 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 they, inter, they uh how do i say they carry out programs totally different from what is meant to be you know and then when i when i come in to say okay this is how what 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 if we try and do it this way and that so oh this is uh, well this is quite nice and you know they accept it because of course they don't know about they don't they didn't know about the right way they just
2: mm.
4: wanted they just went ahead on their own to carry out what they thought was good what they thought was best for the child which mm. obviously was not best for the child you know mm. you know like 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 uh, raising your voice and then mm. you, and, and then you say you're you're offering um you're rendering behavioral therapy you're raising your voice you're you're holding you're restricting the child by holding the child and twisting their arms and mm. is that behavior is that behavioral therapy so there's a lot there's a there's a lot and, and those, yeah. this particular person told me oh i have rbc i did the training
2: mm-hmm. well, so who is
4: your supervisor i i i don't have a supervisor you know so most those are the things that we are facing like i have a, i still have a supervisor even as an iba i have whitney as my supervisor whenever mm-hmm. i am stopped I, I reach out to her mm-hmm. so i feel like that is what is missing here so mm-hmm. many people just mm-hmm. go on in this field and they don't have a supervisor Nobody is checking nobody's doing anything they just now they are behavior therapists and they are making you know ben they are really making money
2: Mm. they
4: are making money because they are accessible to the parents yeah Mm. they could assess the parents they could they could you know they could they could collect they could collect very cheap amounts of money from like 10 different parents and they're doing well
2: Mm. and they're not doing
4: the right and they're not doing the right thing nobody's nobody's guiding them nobody's supervising their work Mm. so Mm. So that's the essence of the group that we formed. And we mm. hope that so we, we hope that it goes well.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Wow. Yeah, the RBT the thing is something that's been coming up more and more in conversations I have with people from countries outside of kind of the BACB's sort of purview is so, are there a lot of RBTs in, in 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 Nigeria and Ghana, like compared to sort of behavior analysts? Because there's seven IBAs or something in Ghana. There's you've got twenty or four, twenty three or twenty four, you know, behavior analysts of sort of different certifications in Nigeria. Um, um, it's probably no way to count because none of these folks are in your associations. But
2: yes,
1: it, how how big of a problem do you think this RBT thing is?
2: it's a
4: big problem to me it's a big problem it is so while while i was at the gtb conference last year i had a couple of people meet me you know walked up to me and told me oh joy i like, i love your presentation can i mm. can i call you sometime and i was yeah, I was open to get, to receive the calls from them because I knew, so mm-hmm. I, I said, okay, in what, in what exactly would you like me to help with? And then they go, oh, I, I did the 40 hours training, I'm a behavior technician. Okay, oh, wow, that's great. So where do you work? Oh, I work on my own, I work with parents, I work with family. So when I say, mm. oh, who supervise? So where do you get supervision from? Oh, that's why I actually wanted to reach you, joint. So like maybe you can supervise me, and I actually like the point because mm-hmm. for those that reached, yeah, for those that reached out to me, it means that they wanted to to get supervised, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: But That's I right. don't know, yeah, they never turned out. They did None of them actually called called mm.
2: me.
4: You know, none of them actually called me because of the fear of how much I might probably charge them.
2: Mm. You no.
4: Know? Because of course it's not free, and and, and I I have it in the back of my mind that if any of them could reach out to me, am I might not, am I might even, I'm I'm going to charge them because they need to pay for all the services. But of course it's going to be very tiny compared to mm-hmm. what they were what they the they, they were uh, sure. thinking yeah. about, you know. Sure. But they, they never go back to me, and that's mm-hmm. that's how they are everywhere. They are arbiters, you know. I. Sometimes I have parents that tell me, Joy, can you help me look for schools that I can that would accept um, your, your organization to come work with my child in the school? So when I go to different schools, I meet, I meet different people. Like they call, they said we have a, a specialist department in the, in the school, and I go to meet the special ed um, person. Oh, we do behavior. And okay, and I and I go like, okay, what do you guys offer? You know, this is what we do. Mm. And they go, oh yes, we do behavior too. And I so, oh, do you have, do you have? Oh, you really have a behavior therapist here, a behavior analyst? Yes, we do. And they, and they introduce introduce me to the person. And I said, okay. oh really, nice to meet you. So um, are you an IBA or QBA or, BCA, or BCA? Mm. Oh No, I'm just I, I just did the forty hours training. Mm. And okay, okay, that's great. So Who is um supervising you? And they go, oh nobody supervising me. Mm-hmm. I, I i don't have a supervisor and of course that, that person is being presented to the parent mm-hmm. as a behavioral analyst or they do mm-hmm. therapist yeah.
2: you know? so
4: it's and they are everywhere because it is it is about most times it's about the money so mm-hmm. schools would would like to so i sometime last year i i i went in on um on uh what do i say right on say it now on awareness like on on school going to schools to create awareness about aba and i tell them oh I'm a behavior analyst. I work with Autism Compassion Africa. I would like to come um, for, for uh, the first thing that I would like to come do in your school is to give mm-hmm. free trainings to your staff about ABA, uh, basics of ABA, and then autism.
2: Mm-hmm. And
4: also in case, just in case you, you're, you're looking you're looking at partnering with us, we are open for partnership. And at that point, they say, Oh, we have behavior, we have behavior therapists, and we have behavioral section in the school. Mm. You know, so, and these people are not even the people I know in this, that are in this group where I am right now. They Mm. are just there in their own world, Mm. making their money, you know, making their money and creating their own cycle. uh, cycle. So that's, that's the thing. It's a lot, it's a lot. It's a, it's a big problem. I feel like Mm. it's a big problem because they're not carrying out the, the evidence-based therapy that ABA is known for. And mm. that is why when, when, you, when, you, when, when I meet a new parent, like a, a potential parent that has had interventions with their kids before, they go to say, oh, I've had behavioral therapy. So and that, um, so what am I coming to offer different from what the behavioral therapist has offered in the past? So it is now mm. left for them to allow us to come in. So if we're fortunate enough enough to get there, to sign a contract with them, and then we start, and then that is when they get to see the difference. But if we don't we don't get to start the, uh, the 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 intervention with the kids, they don't get to see the difference. We're still all together. They, they all they all bring they, they bring us all together as behavior therapists. This is what they do. Uh, oh, this is what they do. We've they've already worked with my child. There was no progress. We didn't see any progress. So why am I going to? Why do I need to call this particular ACA? Yeah. But of course, I would also say that I've had. Uh, even organizations where I've had opportunity of meeting the head, you know, they've, they've, they've talked about, Oh, wow. I've seen, Oh, are you joy? I've seen your work. I've seen your reports. Mm. Wow. Yes. So I've had them, I've had a couple of people met me different times, you know, when they have told me, Oh, you are from ACA. We know, we know, we know about ACA and we've seen your reports. You guys are really doing it. But now partner with us, they prefer to partner with those that are going to pay. That, that 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 are going to um, you know, give them. well, this is how it is in Nigeria. So when a school gets you to partner with them, they charge the parents and they give you out. They give the the partner part of what the parent pays. So now
2: mm.
4: they cannot partner with ACA because ACA is quite expensive. So that's just mm. how it is. But ACA is expensive. Our our uh, our therapy sessions are not cheap, so they mm. prefer to go for the cheap ones, who are the RBTs without supervision, and mm. of course, present present them to parents as the behavior te- analyst. Yeah,
2: mm.
4: it's quite. Uh,
0: yeah, I uh, I also want to add here that uh, the RBT situation in in Nigeria, uh, specifically, I don't know much here in Ghana. But then you know because the there is a free RBT training uh, online, so anybody can access it. Yes. The problem is uh, they don't sit for the exam. They only go for the forty hours training. So mm. there is no no practicum, like no uh, like no way to practice, like to mm. practice even what you you've learned from. Uh, the RBT training, but then they go ahead to like, uh, call themselves, oh, I'm an RBT. So I was, uh, I was, I, I, I was fortunate to like, even after my IBA, after I became an IBA, because, uh, most of, uh, the RBT, uh, the BTs we employ, we, we have them go through that 40 hour training. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was, uh, I, 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 I had to go on the training just to see what these RBT are learning from these uh, 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 link. So I can assure you that uh, even after my uh, going through my course sequence at the feet, uh, Florida Institute of Technology and my experience, for someone who doesn't have uh, a experience or Brown knowledge working with special needs kids. Going on, doing the 40 hour training is not enough because they will end up like not knowing anything because most of the concepts are new. You don't have, a, you don't know what uh, some of the terminologies, how to even implement some of them. So at the end of the training, even some of our bitches, when you do a competency test with them, they find mm-hmm. it difficult to. Answer questions from the train they just completed, you know. So I don't uh, I don't get how someone will go through the 40-hour train and call him he his or herself uh an RBT, and then they go working with uh with parent. And this is because there is no uh, anybody regulating uh these activities, you know. Mm. So and that's one of the things uh uh, we are trying to do here in Ghana to set up a body. that uh, is like the Ghana Association of uh, Behaviour Analysis mm. uh, where both RBTs and IBAs will register, and then we have uh, all those who are doing the uh, uh, doing a, a behaviour Analy- uh, analysis will be on the same uh, um, board. And then, parent can have that access to those information, so they they are able to know. Okay, this person is actually uh, a legit uh, behavior uh, technician or or IB. Yeah. So that's the situation. Yeah, people go around calling themselves uh, an RBT, but they actually are not.
1: Yeah, it it, it makes me wonder. I've heard this story a lot now um, from different
3: folks, sort of around the world. That
1: I feel like some of this responsibility needs to be needs to go to the folks providing the courses too. You know, oh. uh, I mean, it's Thanks. yeah. Like I feel like yeah. if you, I, I I think it's wonderful that places offer free. RBT courses. I mean, that's great from a financial sort of standpoint, but the problem Mm -hmm. with free, of course, as you've as you've shown, you know, is then Mm -hmm. everyone, anyone will do it, Um, and exactly, and 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 sort of put that certificate up on their wall, and 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 the problem is, is Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's different sort of in the states where I think in the U.S. or in Canada or whatever, more so in the U.S. because families recognize that you know a lot more families Mm -hmm. they probably recognize that rbt doesn't mean bcba um Mm. and so and so they know that an rbt is just sort of a you know a frontline sort of interventionist but like in other countries people people would have no idea what an rbt is compared to a bcba exactly iba or qba and so on so i feel like and I'm sort of just thinking out loud about sort of conversations I might want to have with people over here, you know, about offering mm-hmm. these kinds of courses, and and not thinking about sort of the repercussions of, uh, you know, of what they're doing. Like, I feel like there's ways around this. Like, I feel like maybe if I offered an RBT course, I I wonder if I could sort of say, you know, this RBT course costs, you know a hundred dollars but if you if if you can prove to me you know basically send me a letter from your supervising bcba or something like that you know so if josephine if you gave me a letter saying this is one of my people then that person maybe could get it free then or something or some just some sort of way of sort of regulating you know you know who's 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 getting it yeah Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, because it doesn't seem fair to sort of you folks to have to sort of, mm-hmm. then you know, put systems in, regulate, do all these things um, when, you know, and I don't know that folks are thinking about this when they created sort of these free courses that people in places where ABA has no regulation whatsoever, the problems mm-hmm. this could cause. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm. Uh, I don't think they are aware. I I believe they are doing it for a good cause, but unfortunately, (laughs) in this part of the world, people are taking advantage of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Because automatically when you when you're done with it, you're given certificate, like Mm -hmm. you print a certificate online. Exactly. So they have a certificate to show that they did the training. So what else do you want to see? You know. So it's only the where you will see the differences uh, in the implementation. implementation. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have the certification, but then the technical know-how is not there.
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah. Wow. Really interesting. Uh and huh? yeah, and and it's, it's, it's so amazing just kind of watching folks like yourself sort of being on the forefront of, of you know, introducing these, the science in this field to sort of a whole new population. I mean, I feel like in so many ways, it's like the 1950s in North America for you folks, Um exactly. you know, <laughs> as far as kind of doing this work. And, uh, you know, I mean, I think it's, wonderful to see you know the science sort of spreading around the world but you know uh, the the work you folks have to do compared to the work I have to do is is just is is a hundredfold um in order yeah. to kind of kind of make yeah. all this stuff happen so I, I I I I know you're appreciated um uh for the work you're doing uh you know I, I, I know it's not going unnoticed. Uh, you know, I, I, as I said, before we chatted, I interviewed Adrian Bradley from Baba uh, earlier, and she was just talking about all the great things you two are doing and, and how just amazing it is and, and, and and, and that you are able to get some supports and whatnot. Um, yeah. Just, just really cool to to the, the, the work you're doing um, to sort of, um, Uh, you know uh, help autistic folks in your countries and yeah just really impressive yeah thank you so much thank you Ben yeah so thanks so much for coming on the podcast you know I think we've been talking for a good two hours now it's probably a good time to wrap up uh uh and uh and yeah I'd love to have, have you back sometime to kind of follow up and see see where things are at that would be great.
3: Yeah,
1: awesome. Good. Well, thanks so much.
2: <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Okay. It was
3: nice. Yes.